The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. Treadle skipped past Owen. Sydney thought about the three, couldn't get it off. Back up top off the screen. Treadle top of the circle. Back over to Nori. She'll fire the three, and it's good. Liv Nori with seven points here in the first quarter. Tonight, the Kearney Catholic Stars welcome in Lexington. High school basketball on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Boss Hammer to throw it in. Kagan lobs it up top. O'Brien's open. O'Brien's three. O'Brien's good. Second three for Logan O'Brien, the third of the quarter, 29-27. Tonight's games feature a pair of girls' teams looking to return to the win column, while both boys' squads are coming off matchups with top ten opponents last week. It's the Minute Men and Stars coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Cope Gymnasium in Kearney with ESPN Sports' Caleb Henry right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening, everyone, and welcome here to Pleasanton for a great Fort Carney Conference doubleheader as the Amherst Broncos travel across the county here to Pleasanton, the northern northern end of Buffalo County, as they'll get together for a great matchup here tonight. The Pleasanton girls, one of the better teams in the area in Class D1 girls basketball. They're 12-1 and on the year. Their only loss comes to uh, an 8-3 and team in Class C2. They lost to South Loop, of course, Callaway and Arnold, and that was a five-point game in the second weekend of the season. But for the most part, the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs have looked pretty darn good at 12-1 and and right now are in the driver's seat here in the Fort Kearney Conference. Amherst comes in at 5-7. and seven. Things have uh, kind of taken a little bit of a negative turn for them after losing the point guard, Emily Palmer, who did start two seasons, was beginning to start her third, but injured early on in the year where she damaged her kneecap, dislocated that kneecap, and is lost for the season. So, unfortunately, they will not have her services again here tonight. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. But here in Pleasanton, again, the, the matchup on the boys' side should be very entertaining. Pleasanton, a very solid 9-4 and four on the year, and they have won three straight. In fact, they've only lost uh, one game since uh, about mid-December and have been on a pretty good roll. Amherst, 4-8 and eight on the season, but they've won three in a row, including some nice wins at Overton. That probably, without a doubt, the highlight win for them this season was winning in Overton, 52-51. to 51. Nice victory there, and that is in the middle of that three-game winning streak that Amherst boys have. So we anticipate a pretty good matchup on the boys' side. The girls' side, Pleasanton will be a prohibitive favorite here tonight, but again, you never know, 5-7. and seven is Amherst on the season. They've won three in a row on the girls' side, so they're playing a little bit better basketball as well, and we're glad you could join us for this Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader here on ESPN 1460. You're listening to our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with the starters right after this. 
TNF Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and wishes the area athletes good luck in the competition. Rick and his crew offers all grades of aggregate, including masonry, sand, gravel, rock, crushed concrete, fill material, white rock, boulders, flagstone, and stream rock. Get your rock on at TNF Sand and Gravel in Elm Creek or call Rick at 308-234-1285. TNF Sand and Gravel, the company that rocks. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. And time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the uh, Amherst Lady Broncos, come in with a record of 5-7 and seven on the season. Their starters are Brianna Trampy, a 5'6 sophomore who's averaging 1.8 points and 1.4 rebounds per ball game. Taryn Hadwiger, the 5'10 senior, is averaging 6.7 points and 5.1 rebounds. Sydney Province, a 5'11 sophomore, that averages 7.1 points and three rebounds a game. Abby Martinson is a 5'10 senior, averaging eight points and four rebounds. And Jaden Shockey, a 6'1 senior, averages 5.9 points and 6.3 rebounds per game for head coach Nathan Dietz. And again, Amherst with pretty good size here in girls basketball. For the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs, they're going to try to outrun you as well as have a little bit of height as well. And they are 12-1 and one on the season, rated number two in the state in uh, Class D1. And their starters are Katie Nichols, a 5-2 junior, who averages 7.9 points and 3.5 rebounds. Natalie Siegel is a 5-6 sophomore, averaging 4.2 points and 4.9 rebounds. Izzy Pates is a 5-9 sophomore, averaging 10.6 points and 2.4 rebounds. 
Casey Pierce, a 5'7 sophomore, averages 5.8 points and 4.7 rebounds per ball game. Megan Fisher is a 5'11 senior who averages 9.7 points and 4.8 rebounds for head coach Jordan Ehrensdorf. Again, 12-1 on the season. Pleasanton rated number two in the state, according to the Lincoln Journal-Star. And that, again, is your starting lineup. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we will wrap up the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this timeout. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And welcome back. Here is the starters have already been announced for Amherst. In the background, you're hearing the starters for the hometown Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs being announced here in Pleasanton. Don't forget over on Power 99, another Fort Carney Conference doubleheader. Loomis is uh, taking on uh, Wilcox Hildreth. Pre-game just getting underway there. Is everybody ready for the tip as well? Tomorrow, here on ESPN Radio in the afternoon, we'll have Carney Catholic traveling to Hastings to take on St. Cecilia. Pre-game will be around 2.15. Girls game around 2.30. Boys after that. And then we'll join in progress the NFL playoff. The Colts at the Chiefs in the afternoon game. And then Dallas will be in L.A. to take on the Rams. Kickoff scheduled around 7.15 for that one. And, of course, we'll have both playoff games for you Sunday right here on ESPN Radio. But right now, our attention's focused here in Pleasanton as we're just about ready to get this one underway as it'll be Shockey doing the jumping here against Fisher for Pleasanton. And the officials making sure the clock's all ready to roll. We're ready to go, and the tip is going to be controlled here by Pleasanton. So they've got the first possession of the game. They'll kick it here on the right side for Pates. Pates' pass misses its target, and Pleasanton, their very first pass, turns into a turnover. So an opportunity here for Amherst to get on the board first in the early stages. Martinson will throw it here on the left side. 
A little uh, zone here for Pleasanton. They'll get it on the low block. Back and in a shocky, shocky shot's going to be no good. And Pleasanton pulls down the board. Pulling it out there is going to be Izzy Pates. And Pates brings in the offensive end. But again, Pleasanton loses control of the basketball. And coming out with it is going to be Sydney Province. She dribbles into the offensive end. And we'll throw it here left side for Martinson. Martinson stops at the free throw line. Kicks right side for Trampy. Trampy on the dribble, top of the circle, just going to flip the ball back out here for Province, who will throw it on the right side, and the 15-foot jumper is up and good for Abby Martinson. So Abby Martinson gets the scoring starting started here, and Amherst has the early 2-0 lead. And they're going with a little 1-3-1 zone here as they throw the ball left side, and Nichols will hit a three. Katie Nichols kicked it out. They kicked it out to her in the corner. She just kind of caught and shot and gives Pleasanton the lead. Runner in the traffic here by Trampy. That's going to be no good. And rebound is taken out uh, by Fisher. Fisher wants the ball back top of the circle, but dribbling with it here is going to be Nichols. Nichols will throw it here on the right side for Pierce. Pierce in the lane. Pass is knocked down. That'll be another Pleasanton turnover. And a long pass. That'll be knocked down by the Broncos, but the loose ball is picked up here by Hadwiger, and Taryn will throw it right side for Trampy. They get it to Hadwiger at the free throw line, and she'll get it left side for Martinson. Martinson will fire a three. That's going to be no good. Ball is on the ground, and it will go through the hands of several players before it finds Trampy. Trampy can put up the jumper. That won't fall, and the rebound goes off the hands of Pleasanton and out of bounds. So a team rebound here, if you will, for the Broncos, who will inbound the basketball. They trail it here 3-2. to two. And they'll inbound it, and a quick jumper on that baseline. The three-pointer's good. Draining the three-pointer there is Sydney Province, as promised. Will uh, stroke in the three. So good work there by Sydney Province for that three-pointer. And trying to answer that three-pointer back here is going to be Katie Nichols. Her three is going to be no good, and we got a whistle away from the ball. And that'll be a foul here on Province. And that will be her first. Little runner up to the inbounds. Posting up strong down low here is Fisher. But pulling up for the jumper over the top of her is going to be Pierce. Pierce will use that good box out by Fisher to pull up on the baseline. And we are deadlocked at five. In the offensive end is going to be Trampy. She gets it down low. Shockey shot off glass. Going to be no good. And dribbling out with the rebound is going to be Pierce. So Pierce with the board. And she'll get the ball here right side for Siegel. Siegel will penetrate in the lane, loses the basketball momentarily. It goes in the hands here of Pates. Pates will give it to Siegel. Siegel's pass is deflected. She'll get it here to Pates, and she'll set up the half-court offense, giving it left side here for Siegel. They'll throw it in the corner for Nichols, and Nichols will drain another three. Katie Nichols with six points in the ball game, all of them coming from behind the arc. No pressure it, but Trampy gets the ball in the offensive end. Throws it in the lane. Low runner here by Hadwiger. She decides not to shoot it. Kicks it back out. A little runner in the lane going to be deflected in underneath. And the loose ball is going to go off the hands of Pleasanton. Blocking it there was Casey Pierce. But she couldn't come up with a loose ball. And the basketball stays here with the Broncos. Ball inbounded here for Province. Province throws it in the lane. Hadwiger's shot going to be blocked, but there was a foul. So that'll put Hadwiger to the line to shoot two. Good entry pass to set her up. And the foul is going to be on uh, Megan Fisher. That's going to be her first. 
And the free throw is up, and it is good for Hadwiger. So Taryn Hadwiger hits the first of two free throws. And she'll get the basketball back again. She is a 48% free throw shooter on the season. She makes the first, misses the second, and the rebound is dribbled out by Pierce. So Pierce will throw here left side for Siegel. Siegel gets in the lane, back out to Pierce. A little ball fake there by Pierce. Lost the ball momentarily, dribbling out. And now she'll get it top of the circle here for Siegel. Siegel, 15-foot jumper. That's going to be no good. And rebound is taken out by Province. So Province will throw the ball up ahead here for Bolt, who checked in just a little bit ago. And Bolt's pass is going to be errant. That's going to be a turnover. And then after that, a foul going to be committed here by the Broncos. And that will be on Taryn Hadwiger trying to get the ball back after that turnover. Checking in here is going to be Tenley Hadwiger. Tenley will come in. Taryn will come out. So the sisters swap places. And now with the basketball, is going to be Province. Province gives it up on the left side. Graham, uh, rather, Nichols' pass is going to be knocked down. Siegel is able to pick it up. Siegel will get the ball back out to Nichols. And they'll skip it top of the circle here for Pates. Pates gives here on the right wing. And uh, the dribble is going to go off the foot of Martinson and out of bounds. So basketball will stay on that far side here with the uh, Bulldogs. And they'll make three substitutions. Checking in is going to be Paige Wiesendorfer. Also into the game here is Caitlin Linder. And the ball inbounded here to uh, Casey Pierce. Pierce will give it to Nichols. Nichols, long pass out for Pierce. Back out to uh, Nichols. Nichols will penetrate on this left side. Kick the ball back out for Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer kicks it into the corner for McKenna Siegel. And Siegel's three-pointer is going to be no good. And rebounded, but then turned away. And with the turnover coming up with the loose ball, is going to be Paige Wiesendorfer and Wiesendorfer will cash in on the turnover. So kick left side in the offensive end. Quick little runner here for Amherst. That's going to be no good. Rebound tipped and into the hands here of McKenna Siegel. And Siegel's pass is going to be off the mark. That'll be another turnover. But they were leading the break. If that could have been caught down low to Wiesendorf, that had been an easy bucket. As it is, it's a turnover. And so the ball goes here to uh, Bolt for Amherst. They have a little pocket pick. Loose ball picked up. Snap pass down low, and Taryn Hadwiger gets the easy bucket. Ball ping-ponged around, but picking up the loose ball and uh, uh, making uh, a good use of it is Martinson with that great pass. Pass in the lane. Kick out. Here's an open three for Casey Pierce. That's going to be no good, and we got a foul on the rebound. So a push on the back here for Pleasanton. And that will be on uh, 23, Katie Linder. That'll be here first. Two team fails, two team fouls apiece. It is 10 to 8. Pleasanton with the lead. Amherst with the basketball. They're handling the press. They bring in the offensive end. And Bolt will throw it nearly in the backcourt, but Province handles it okay. And she'll throw it down low here for Martinson. Martinson in trouble, has it stolen away. Good hands there by Linder. Come up with the loose basketball. Linder brings in the offensive end, and they'll have to slow it down a little bit as they pass on this left side. 
getting the ball right back out to McKenna Siegel. They'll snap it right side for Natalie. Natalie will fire the three and hit the three. Natalie Siegel drains the three-pointer, and that will push the Pleasanton lead out to five. It is 13-8, two minutes to go here. Bulldogs putting the pressure on here in the first quarter. Pressure put on, but dribbling out with it here is going to be Morgan Bolt. Bolt will stop at the free throw line, and she went in the air. Yep. That was good defense there by Pleasanton to force the Amherst turnover. So a minute 43 to go, kind of leveling out those turnovers a little bit. Pleasanton turned it over their first three possessions of court, and they'll pass it through the hands of uh, Emily Zimmer, but she's able to pick the ball back up. They work back around the perimeter. Siegel's got it now, and now top of the circle with it here is Natalie Siegel. Entry pass back in to Natalie after she gave it to her sister. Entry pass in the lane here. Here's Katie Linder. Linder with a little runner in the lane, and that's good. So Katie Linder with a nice little runner there as they got the loose ball. She gets the bucket, and the lead now is seven. And the ball knocked loose. Amherst turns it over. Pleasanton on the run. Reaching in, committing the foul is Taryn Hadwiger. That's going to be her second. So after a made bucket, Pleasanton puts that press on. And they one of the reasons why they're rated number two in the state, they're 12-1 and one on the year, is they, they can score points by the bushel full. Once they get a roll going, they can really make a run at you. Pass on the right side here for Wiesendorfer. And we're going to have a little kick here as they are working it across the from the high post on the right side, or actually the, the right wing. Throwing it in here is Natalie Siegel. She'll throw it in the corner. Open for three is McKenna. And McKenna Siegel will hit the three. Well, McKenna Siegel strokes in the three-pointer, and it's now 18-8. to eight. And the, the pass on that right side trap there is Morgan Bold, and Amherst is forced to call the timeout. This timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. About a 30-second timeout here with 46.8 to go in quarter number one. It is 18-8 Pleasanton leading Amherst. We're back right after this. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Amherst facing a little pressure. They bring in the offensive end, and the pass by Province is a little bit too high. That'll be an Amherst turnover. Timeouts, as always, brought to you by ENT Physicians Akarni, taking care of you since 1994. We're there when you need us. The pass on the right side, driving the baseline, bounce pass across. They'll get it out here for McKenna Siegel, and the pass right wing has to be saved by Wiesendorfer. But in the scramble, they get it to Pates on the inside, and Pates goes up strong, and she's going to be fouled. Nice scramble there by Pleasanton. And the foul here is going to be on Tenley Hadwiger. And for Tenley, that'll be foul number one. And two free throws coming up here for Isabel Pates. Pates at the free throw line, strokes that one in. She's a 46% free throw shooter, as we mentioned. Makes the first one. And she misses the second. And a rebound taken out by Amherst. 
20 seconds left as they snag the rebound and face some pretty good pressure. Province came down with it. And Province wants the ball back as the pass is over in the left-hand side there. They'll kick it out here for Province. She'll shoot a three. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Tenley Hadwiger. Quick little runner in traffic as time is expiring. Is no good at the buzzer. So that's going to do it. Pleasanton will head to the second quarter with a 19-8 lead at home here against Pleasanton. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Pleasanton with the basketball here, leading at 19-8 as we get things going here in the second quarter. They'll get the ball quickly into the hands of Nichols. Nichols will fire a three. That's going to be no good. And the long rebound taken out by uh, Amherst. As Martinson pulls down the rebound, they'll kick the ball over for Tenley Hadwiger. Hadwiger will shoot the two. That's going to be no good. And snagging the bound here is going to be Pierce. Pierce will bring it up here for Pleasanton. And she'll miss her intended target of Nichols, but picking it up here is going to be Natalie Siegel. And now they'll skip the ball back here for Pates. Pates will fire a three. That's going to be off the iron and no good. But an offensive board here by Nichols. Nichols dribbles out with it, throws it right side. Natalie Siegel has to go up high just to come up with it. Back to Nichols. Nichols will enter it low. A awkward-looking shot here by Pates. It's going to be no good. Rebound is going to be off the hands of the Bulldogs and out of bounds. Bates had it, but when she caught the ball down low, she was too far underneath the basket and wasn't squared up. She had a weird angle with her body and couldn't square herself up. In the offensive end is Martinson. They'll kick here right side for Trampy. Trampy throws it in. Ball is knocked loose. Trampy's able to track it back down and kick it out here for Province. Everything is uh, contested as Pleasanton has really amped up the defense, and an entry pass is going to be swatted away by Siegel. So that'll be an Amherst turnover. As picking up the ball was Nichols. She gives it back to Siegel. Siegel in the offensive end, throws it down low. Quick little jumper down low. That's going to be blocked and then rebounded by Amherst. Rebounded by Martinson after it was blocked by Providence. And a little carry here as Providence had a little trouble handling the dribble. And so they'll lose control of the basketball here with the turnover. Well, it was a relatively uh, tight game for a long period of time. It was... uh, 8-10 to 10 at one point, but then a 9-0 run for Amherst has opened things up here. They lead it 19-8. to 6.23 to go here. And with the basketball is uh, Pleasanton. They'll lob it inside. Shot going to be deflected as Pates put up the shot. Offensive rebound. Pates can't get that one to go, and then we're going to have a hell ball as Megan Fisher pulled down the rebound. 
So give them credit for a offensive rebound there as well. Checking back in the game, or checking in the game for the first time is Jaden Graham here for Amherst. Ball inbounded for Nichols, and Nichols will fire the three off the inbounds. That's no good. Rebounded by Siegel, and Siegel will get the bucket. Natalie Siegel will make the putback, and that will make it now an 11-0 run and a 13-point Pleasanton lead. Entry pass in the lane. Turn around. Jumper doesn't draw any iron here for Shockey, and we got a foul on the rebound. That foul will go against Pleasanton. That will be on Natalie Siegel, her first. And it was as Katie Nichols, excuse me, as uh, Jaden Graham was trying to put up a shot on the rebound. So she'll shoot two. The first one is no good. And her second one is up and hits nothing but net. So Amherst finally gets off of eight. They've been stuck on that number for quite some time. They lead it 20. They trail it here 21 to nine. In the offensive end, it's Izzy Pates. She gave it away. And now they'll get it back here left side for Linder. Over here for Nichols. Nichols with the dribble. Nichols can dribble with either hand. She'll bounce it into that open area, but her teammate wasn't ready for it. And that'll be a pleasant turnover. I actually think Izzy Pates was uh, bouncing that to say, here's where you should go, hoping that her teammate would get there, and it didn't happen. Jaden Graham will inbound it. Her long outlet pass goes out here to Bolt now, as it was tipped, but Bolt has it, gives it for Tenley Hadwiger. Now right side for Graham. Graham with the dribble. She's open short of the free throw line. She'll back up, shoot it, no good. Rebound is going to be pulled down by Nichols. So Nichols with the board, and again, some cold shooting here for Amherst. As uh, they run the floor nicely and a bucket in foul. Good pass up ahead. Outrunning everybody and getting the pass is Izzy Pates. And Pates now with her first field goal of the ball game. And she'll have the and one opportunity after the foul is called here on Graham. So maybe this is what gets Pates going. We kind of talked about it earlier that uh, Pleasanton's girls... Can score points by the bushel full. They can put a run on you pretty good. They've done a nice job of that here as they got a 15-1 run going right now. And Pates will try to add to it. Her free throw is going to be no good. And the rebound is going to go off the hands of Casey Pearson out of bounds. So Wiesendorfer back in here for the Bulldogs. They're going man-to-man full court here as they're looking to pressure the basketball. They'll pressure the inbounder, and Sydney Province gets the ball. She'll get it out to Martinson. Martinson across the timeline over for Hedwiger. Taryn will kick it out here for Bolt. Bolt back out here for Province. Inside for Hedwiger. Has a shot blocked. Boy, that looked pretty clean from our angle. But an official that has a much better angle at it said that that hand came down and hit the body. So there'll be a couple of uh, free throws coming up here as uh, the foul is called on Katie Linder, that's going to be her second. So two free throws coming up. The first one by Hadwiger hits the back of the heel and no good. Hadwiger, 48% free throw shooter on the season. Second free throw is also off the back of the heel and no good, but an offensive rebound. That shot won't fall. And coming up with the uh, rebound after that miss is going to be McKenna Siegel. Siegel will give it on the baseline. Quick little runner. That shot's going to be no good. And rebound 
is pulled down by Hadwiger. So Hadwiger with the board here after the miss by Pleasanton. Entry pass in the lane. Pleasanton going for the steal. Hadwiger will through the lane, try to throw it off here for Martinson, who comes through, missed the target, and that'll be an Amherst turnover. Pass might have been deflected just a little bit and then hit Martinson's hands as it went out of bounds. So it'll be Siegel that will bring in the offensive end. She throws it on the baseline here for Izzy Pates. Pates has her shot blocked, and picking up the loose ball here is going to be Hadwiger. So Hadwiger has it. She'll hand the basketball off to Province. Province will uh, get it in the lane here for Shockey. Shockey will shoot over the top of the defense. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Pates. Pates lost the ball momentarily. Loose ball will go out of bounds after a shot, and we've got a foul. Nope, not a foul. Yeah, it is going to be a foul. That is going to be a push here on Taryn Hadwiger. That's going to be foul number three for her. Oh, my. So that one hurts, and Nathan Dietz in the uh, ear of the official just a little bit as he walks by. He's one of his better players. 5'10", senior Taryn Hadwiger has committed her third foul. Entry pass is going to be intercepted. Good defensive play by Province. Province still has a dribble, throws it in double coverage to Shockey in the lane. Shockey with a great extra pass, and that'll set up an easy bucket here for Hadwiger. Give Jaden Shockey credit for a great assist here. Little penetration, kick left side. Izzy Pates for three. It's an air ball, but dribbling out with it is going to be McKenna Siegel. So Siegel comes up with it. Entry pass inside, going to be intercepted by Shockey. So Pleasanton will turn the ball over. 3.22 to go here before halftime. 23-11 our score. Entry pass, knock loose. Coming up with it after she made the poor pass is Province. And then Province on that right side, going to lose control of the ball again. That'll be a turnover as it goes out of bounds. And a timeout being taken here by Amherst. 3.13 to go here. Quarter number two, it's Pleasanton leading it 23-11. to 11. We'll return to Pleasanton right after this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. Psst. Hey. Right here, in the radio. Yeah, me. Are you one of those fans that heads to Amigos for a crisp burrito and ranch in any kind of weather? Well, then we've got a deal for you. Right now, you can get any crisp burrito combo meal for only 5 bucks. There's a crisp meat, crisp chicken, crisp pinto, and now two new flavors, bacon and buffalo chicken. It's all with Mexi fries and a drink, a hot deal that beats the cold. The $5 crisp burrito combo meal that amigos you don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a buffalo county farm bureau member we work for farm families but our work reaches well beyond the farm benefiting nebraskans in all walks of life we are your neighbors through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture education health and technology we bring people together to better our community we share in the values nebraskans stand for hard work passion for the land and a character rooted in faith and family join the buffalo county farm bureau and support nebraska agriculture Culture. Well, our broadcast booth is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here in Pleasanton, bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Entry pass here by Siegel is going to be intercepted by Hadwiger, so Pleasanton's turned over, and Amherst will bring in the offensive end. Bolt didn't have her feet right, so she'll kick it back out here for Martinson instead of shooting it. She'll fire the three. That will be short. And coming up with it here is going to be Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer leads the break, and she loses the basketball. Good job of getting back there defensively by Morgan Bolt. She made that a little bit tougher pass than Pleasanton really wanted to see happen. 
But again, Pleasanton being aggressive. There's some turnovers you don't mind. One of them is when you're fast breaking, and if the ball is caught, it's going to be a, a, a layup. Loose ball. It's a turnover. Coming up with it is Siegel. Siegel will give it up ahead, and the layup going to be good by Izzy Pates. Well, that was a team turnover there as the ball was. Uh, uh, Pates ended up with it. Siegel with the pass, but it was knocked loose by Wiesendorfer. Three-pointer here by Amherst. That's going to be off the mark, and we're going to have a hell ball between Shockey and Fisher. Possession arrow is pointing to Amherst. So we'll give Shockey credit for the rebound here because it will be Amherst basketball, 2.16 to go, and they'll get it in. Three-pointer over there for Tenley Hadwiger. That's going to be no good. Offensive rebound. That one will fall. And finally, snagging the board here is going to be Fisher. Fisher gets the defensive rebound, and then it's going to be a hell ball. This time the possession arrow is pointing to Pleasanton. Two oh four to go here before halftime, and at halftime we'll uh, talk a little boys basketball with Jeff Better, head coach for Pleasant. Ball in the hands of Pierce, and they'll get the ball back out for Izzy Pates. Pates helps work the ball inside. It's a little bit too high, and Pleasanton will turn that one over. Coming up with it is Province. Province gives top of the circle here for Tenley Hadwiger. Nice pass down low, and kissing it off the glass for the kid is going to be Abby Martinson. Nice entry pass inside for Martinson. Now make it out 25-13. Quick snap pass down low. Coming up with it is Izzy Payton. Pates gets the bucket. She now has seven in the game. As the starters getting it uh, engaged here. Pass will go through the hands of Morgan Bold as it was deflected by Pleasanton on the way in. So that'll be a forced turnover. Amherst loses the basketball here. And it is 27-13. 14-point Pleasanton lead. As they'll get the ball here left side for Izzy Pates. They'll snap it, skip it over. Quick entry pass on the baseline here for Casey Pierce. Pierce missed the shot. Offensive rebound and a foul. Casey Pierce missed it, but uh, Megan Fisher comes up with the offensive rebound. She's fouled in the process, and she'll go to the line to shoot two after the whistle against Olivia Frederick. Her uh, first few moments of the ball game result in a foul. Fisher at the free throw line. Hits the first of two free throws. And her one-handed free throw is off the back of the heel and no good. Rebound by Province. Sydney Province has done a nice job rebounding here in the basketball game. She'll bring it up and give it for Tenley Hadwiger. And then Hadwiger, as she's beginning a drive, is going to be held. And that'll be the fifth team foul called against Pleasanton. Second foul against uh, Natalie Pates. And checking in for Natalie Pates is going to be McKinley Siegel. Entry pass on the inside. Shot is up and good here for Shockey. Good entry play there as the lead cut down to 13. Skip pass on the left side. Going to be knocked loose, and it was last touched by Amherst. Tenley Hadwiger slapped it. I thought maybe it had gone off the hands of Katie Nichols, but instead Nichols will inbound the basketball. And she'll give it for McKenna Siegel. Officials, much better vantage point than what I had. Pass on the right wing here for Isabel Pates. And entry pass down low. we got a hold, and that's going to be on the offense. 
So that'll serve as a uh, turnover. That'll be an offensive foul here on Megan Fisher. That also counts as a turnover with 26.9 to go before halftime. 28-15. Pleasanton will have the lead as they go to halftime, but how big will that lead be? Tenley Hadwiger facing a little pressure. We'll get the ball here for Abby Martinson. Martinson has her pocket pick. Stolen away by Casey Pierce, and Pierce with the layup. It's up and in. Casey Pierce will make the steal and then hit the bucket. Ten seconds left. Dribbling here is Province. Province stops on that left wing. She'll get the ball back out uh, to Henley Hadwiger. And uh, three-pointer going to be no good. And it went over the iron, went o- hit the iron, went over the top, and with 1.4 to go, it'll be Pleasanton basketball. They have 1.4 to go here as McKenna Siegel will inbound the basketball. She'll roll it up here to Katie Nichols, and Nichols with a baseball throw. I don't know if it was high enough to get there, but it hit the front of the rim. That one was a baseball pass right to the rim, uh, but they draw. Well, we, we have to say Pleasanton shot a three there, don't we? So in any event, Pleasanton with a 15-point lead. They lead it 30-15 to 15 on their home floor. We'll step away for a moment and be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. And welcome here to Pleasanton. We're at halftime of the girls' game where the Lady Bulldogs have a 30-15 lead here over Amherst at the break. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Of course, after this game, we'll have the boys game, and Pleasanton will come in with a record of 9-4. and four. 
been playing pretty good basketball here as of late. They've won three in a row and uh, six of the last seven games. And kind enough to join us to talk about it is Pleasanton head coach Jeff Vetter. And, and uh, Coach, you've been playing pretty well. Six out of seven ain't so shabby. No, we'll, we'll take that. <laughs> if we can do that the rest of the way, I'd be thrilled. And uh, the only loss in that stretch is uh, against a pretty good Anselmo Murna team. That's nine and two. So yeah, you know you're 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 taking care of the ones you should be taking care of. Yeah, the Anselmo Myrna is a really solid basketball team, and you know it's one of those games where we didn't get a whole lot of shots off, and they 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 only had five turnovers. They played really well. They won the game fair and square, and uh, you know that's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, and uh, you know before that, uh, you, you, the two losses before that was a pretty tight affair against Wilcox Hilderton at Overton. And Overton's a good basketball team, but uh, you, you you lost in a, in a shootout there. Yeah, both uh, Overton and Wilcox are good basketball teams. The FKC's loaded this year. There's, you know, I think when the FKC tournament rolls around, there's really probably five or six teams that have a legitimate shot at it. And you guys are getting kind of scoring from a lot of different sources and consistently scoring. I mean, you got one or two games where you're scoring less than about 55, but for the most part, you're, you're getting up and down and, and filling the hole. Yeah, we're doing a pretty good job. I think our game Tuesday night at Central Valley, we had three kids in double figures. We didn't score a ton of points, but I like to see it spread out like that. It makes it a little harder for the defense to figure out who they got to stop. Yeah, and but but for the most part, you're, you're you are taking care of it. A lot of your offense, I think, is predicated a little bit on your defense as well. Yeah, we've played pretty good defense all year. Uh, we play a pack line uh, defense, man to man, basically. Once in a great while, we'll slip into a zone for a little bit, but. Uh, Pack line defense has been pretty good for us. As long as you know where the shooters are and you get out to them, you know, it's pretty good defense to play. Well, really, for the next month or so, you're kind of just trying to position yourself for the postseason. And part of that postseason, of course, would be the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. How do you kind of see how that is all shaping up and how you guys fit into that, uh, that, that, that picture? Well, I'd like to think that we're in the picture. Like I said earlier, I think, seriously, there's five or six teams kind of just spin who's hot at that time. But uh, there's a lot of teams that could walk away with that uh, first-place trophy. Let's talk a little bit about Amherst tonight. They, too, are playing pretty pretty well right now. Give us a quick scouting report on the Broncos. Well, they uh, obviously, they beat Overton last week, which is a big win for them. Uh, they play really hard. They're very athletic. Uh, you have to take care of the ball. They full-court press you pretty much from the tip to all the way to the end of the game. So you've got to have your focus there all the time. They're, they're going to be a very tough game tonight. Yeah. And uh, your ball handling, how does that match up with, with what they like to do? Well, I... You know, you like to hope that your kids will take care of the ball. I think we're capable of it. Uh, but until you get under that, under the gun, you know, and under the fire, you really don't know for sure. But that'll, I've told our kids that's kind of the key matchup. If we can handle the press, I think we have a good shot at coming out with a win. If we can't handle the press, well, that may not be the case. Yeah, and you guys have a little bit of height, which might help you. and Maybe you can throw over the top of their press. Yeah, possibly. Uh, our, our big guy is probably not the best ball handler. Yeah. We don't necessarily always want the ball in his hands, but... Uh, if need be, I, I think our press break is designed to get us down the court, and as long as we maintain our composure, we'll do what we're supposed to do. All right. Hey, Jeff, appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you after the game. All right. Thank you. All right. Jeff Vetter, head basketball coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs, 9-4 and four on the season. Lady Bulldogs in control here against Amherst in the girls' game. It's 30-15 to 15 at halftime. We'll step away for a moment, and we'll give you some stats here as we continue the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. 
Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be at the top of your mind right now, but if you want the first pick of the 2019 inventory or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine. Special financing, low payments, and a huge new and used boat selection, along with a friendly staff, make Buzz's Marine your best stop for family boating. Visit buzzesmarine.com for the ultimate boat shopping experience or stop by their showrooms at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Thank you for making this purchase easy. By far the quickest and easiest car purchase. That's what people have said about Friesen Ford and Aurora. If you are looking for a wide selection of vehicles, financing options pending credit approval, and a friendly sales team you can trust, then come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference or see the selection online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, and parts. Trust your friendly Friesen Ford team just off of I-80 in Aurora. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. Let's give you our halftime numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Amherst, who trail at 30-15 to 15 here at the break. They're being led by Taryn Hadwiger, who has five points, one rebound, but uh, she also has three personal fouls. Abby Martinson with four points, two rebounds. Sydney Province has three points, three rebounds. Jaden Shockey has two points and a board. And Jaden Graham with one point in the ballgame. A couple of rebounds also by Tenley Hadwiger. Unofficially for Amherst, 6 of 26 shooting. They're shooting 23%, 1 of 7 from three-point range, and 2 of 6 from the free-throw line. So if you're Amherst, uh, their seats of success pretty simple. You have to figure a way to fill the hole when you get an open look. They have not shot the ball well tonight at all. That is our seats of success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yield Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weegis or Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed Dealer, Science with Service, delivering success. Meanwhile, here for Pleasanton, let's check their halftime numbers. Again, they lead it 30-15, to 15, and Isabel Pates is leading the way with seven points, three rebounds. Katie Nichols with six points, two boards. Natalie Siegel with five points, one rebound. Casey Pierce with four points, three rebounds. McKenna Siegel with three points and three rebounds. Paige Wiesendorfer with two points and a rebound. Katie Linder has a couple of points, and Megan Fisher has one point and four rebounds. Unofficially, 12 of 27 shooting for Pleasanton. They're shooting 44%. Four of 12 from three-point range. That's an even one-third. And two of five from the free-throw line. They have 17 rebounds in the game, but they've turned the ball over 11 times in the game. And again, Pleasanton winning that rebounding margin 17-10 to 10 here in the basketball game. And uh, turnovers, you know, 12 turnovers for Amherst, 11 for Pleasanton. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. It is going to be Amherst basketball to start the third quarter here, and they'll put up a quick three-pointer that's going to be no good and rebounded by Megan Fisher. So Fisher with the board. And Pleasanton will bring in the offensive end. They work around the perimeter. They'll get the ball here on the right side for Nichols. They skip it out here for Pierce. 
Back out for Nichols as they skip it on the other side, really getting this zone to move here for Amherst. Quick low runner by Natalie Siegel. That's going to be no good, but an offensive rebound in underneath, and the bucket's good for Fisher. So she'll make the uh, putback, and Pleasanton will push that lead now out to 17. Dribbling up is Province, and Province, as she's starting to throw the ball on a pass, is going to be held, so she's fouled, and she'll go. she uh, will uh, pick up the first foul of the second half. That'll be on Katie Nichols, her first foul, and team's first foul of half number two. So ball around the perimeter. Province has it. Gives left side here for Martinson. Martinson dribbles. Great work staying right with there by Natalie Siegel. So they'll work back around the perimeter, giving it here for Province. Province working off a little screen. Gives here on the left side for Martinson. Entry pass going to be knocked away momentarily, but Hadwiger is able to kick it out. They'll shoot the three-pointer. That, again, will be no good. And, again, rebounded by Fisher. Here comes the Bulldogs. They've got numbers. Extra pass down low, but the shot's blocked out of bounds. Province with the block as it went out of bounds. And the basketball will stay here with Pleasanton. As they were running the break, they'll inbound it for Nichols. She'll shoot a three, and she'll hit a three. Katie Nichols, just like she did in the first half, her first shot of the uh, second half is a three-pointer that is uh, nothing but net. Ball knocked loose near mid-court. It's going to be a hell ball, and the possession arrow is going to be pointing to Pleasanton. No, check that. It's going to be pointing to Amherst. I've got to move my possession arrow. No, it is Amherst. It is Pleasanton basketball. So Amherst will turn the ball over. And dribbling here is going to be Natalie Siegel. Siegel gives left side for Isabel Pates. Pates will cycle through and they'll get the ball back top of the circle here for Pierce. Pass inside and leaning in is, is uh, Megan Fisher and Fisher will get the bucket. She's a strong force on the inside. Handles the ball pretty well. And just knows how to create space for herself. Dribbling behind her back is Province, bringing the offensive end. But staying right with her there is going to be uh, Pleasanton. They'll get the ball here on the left side for Trampy. Trampy on the dribble, gives between the circles for Province. Province will throw the ball inside for Hadwiger. Hadwiger, a little runner, missed it, got her own rebound. Can't get that one to fall. And it is going to be rebounded here by Siegel. And the outlet pass going to be knocked away by... Amherst. But Amherst uh, drops back on the defensive end as Pleasanton will inbound it, bring it in the offensive end. The pass is deflected. Trampy comes up with it. Pleasanton with another turnover. Loose ball on that left side and running out of room, picking it up as Izzy Pates. Izzy ran out of room there as she stepped on the sideline, so it'll stay here with Amherst. Brianna Trampy and Tenley Hanwiger checking in here. Ball inbounded for Province. Province with the dribble gives top of the circle here for Megan Bolt. Handoff here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger will give right side for Province. Province will elevate a three. That's no good. And a foul on the rebound. The foul is going to go on Shockey. Fisher pulled down the defensive rebound after the shot by the Broncos was off the mark. Amherst still looking for their first points of the second half. Amherst has given up seven, so Pleasanton extends that lead. Now the 37-15. Dribble through the lane here is Isabel Pates. She'll kick the ball back out for Pierce, and Pierce will hit a two. Nice penetration by Pates, and then able to find Pierce for the bucket. And Province will bring it up 
into the offensive end. She'll set a screen here for Morgan Bolt. Bolt will kick it out for Hadwiger. Tenley's three-pointer is going to be no good. And rebounded by Pierce. So Pierce with the board. Rolls it up ahead. Ball's knocked loose on her backside. Picking it up is Province. And Province not sure where to throw it. And so a timeout being taken here by Amherst. Coach Dietz calls the timeout with 4.41 to go here. Third quarter, they trail it 39-15 back after this. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. Well, this timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. 39-15 is our score. 4.41 to go. Here in the third quarter, Amherst trailing, has the basketball here in Pleasanton. And on the bounce is Sydney Province. Province in the offensive end, throws right side for Morgan Bolt. Bolt comes off a screen set by Province. Gives it here left side for Tenley Hadwiger. Pass in the lane. That's going to be another hell ball. And the possession arrow still pointing to the Broncos, so they'll inbound on the baseline. And again, just indication of just how Pleasanton will, will harass every pass on the inside. And they do so on the inbound here as well. And the ball was knocked loose by Paige Wiesendorfer. And Amherst has trouble tracking it down. And by the time they get their hands on it, they lose it out of their hands. And that will be an Amherst turnover. Forced by those hands of Wiesendorfer. So the pass here, right wing for Pierce. Pierce will try to skip it over. And Province is able to intercept it. So another turnover as we just kind of swap turnovers. And now Province will step into a three on this left wing. It's no good. And rebounded by Nichols. So Nichols pulls down the board, and she'll throw the ball here for McKenna Siegel. Back to Nichols. And on the uh, bounce over there is going to be Pierce. Pierce will cycle through. And they'll get the ball back off for McKenna Siegel. Skip pass to Siegel. And she'll get it to uh, Linder in the lane. Linder with a little runner in the lane. That's no good. Nothing but Broncos fighting for the rebound. Can't come up with it. And Nichols will get it. And she'll throw the ball up ahead. And an easy bucket by Fisher. Well, Johnny on the spot was Katie Nichols. as she's able to get the put back here. And she's able to throw it up ahead for the easy bucket by Fisher. So here on the left wing, dribbling with the basketball is going to be Tenley Hadwiger. And we're going to have a little hand check foul called here. On uh, Katie Nichols, she's picked up two fouls here in the second half. She's got two in the game. Both team fouls here in half number two for the Bulldogs, who lead it here in Pleasanton 41-15 to on their home floor. Province near midcourt, being pressured by Pierce. We'll give it to Bolt. Bolt will dribble up to the elbow, and from the free throw line, she'll score. Nice job there by Morgan Bolt, finding that open area, dribbling up. And hitting the bucket. 41-17 is our score. 24-point Pleasanton lead as they've got the basketball, and they're going to skip it over for Nichols. Nichols, pass top of the circle. It was deflected, but coming up with it is Pierce. Pierce, little runner, has it knocked down by Province, and so Pleasanton will turn it over as Province comes up with the basketball, dribbles behind her back, gives the Bolt, and Bolt getting started. Took an extra step, and that'll be a turnover. 
Well, the Platte River Preps Athletes of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. A boy and a girl will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. The winners are brought to you by B&B Carpet. Entry pass on the baseline for Caitlin Linder. Linder tries to throw it inside for Fisher. That's going to be a turnover. And then the outlet pass stolen away. Coming up with a steal is Izzy Pates. Pates will put up the shot. No good. But she is fouled on the rebound. No, she's the one that does the fouling, trying to come up with a loose ball. So that'll be the first foul here on Pates, who didn't use the glass on that layup. No, check that. They actually gave the foul to Katie Linder. That's going to be her third. Their pressure in the basketball is Pleasanton, but handling it is the Broncos. As Bolt will bring the offensive end, gives it to Hadwiger. Hadwiger, quick little run, no good. And rebound is taken out by Pleasanton. Coming up with the bound is Siegel. They work around to this left side. They kick out for McKenna Siegel. She'll shoot a three. That's going to be no good. And rebounded by Handwiger. So Taryn Handwiger gives it to Province here. And Province working against the pressure by Pates. Still has it on the bounce with a minute 46 to go. They give right side here for Taryn Hadwiger. Back out for Bolt. Bolt gets it in the lane for Hadwiger. Hadwiger extra pass. And a little ball fake here by Frederick. Frederick is going to kick it back out for Tenley Hadwiger. Tenley Lane will give it for Province with a minute 30 to go. And she had trouble with the pass. By the time she got control of it, she'd taken an extra step. And that'll be a turnover. And Coach Dietz is shaking his head saying, I don't think that's I don't think that's what you think it is. 89 seconds to go here in the third quarter. 24-point Pleasanton lead on their home floor as they've got the basketball. And they'll get it here on the left side for McKenna Siegel. Siegel gives it inside for Fisher. Fisher, a little scoop shot, no good. Rebounded by Hadwiger. And we've got a foul after Hadwiger snags the board. Trying to get the ball back is Linder. And I think... If that's on Katie Linder, which I think it is, that's her fourth. Yes, it is. That's her fourth foul. So Coach Ehrensdorf keeps her out there, but I think he's looking down his bench and thinking, what should I do here with a minute seven to go? But again, he also has a 24-point lead. Pass the bolt in the lane, a little drive. Shot's going to be blocked by Fisher. She comes up with the block and the rebound and a timeout as the ball is trapped in the corner over there by Pleasanton. 56.7 56.7 to go here in the third quarter. 41-20, uh, excuse me, 41-17. The advantage of Pleasanton. This time out brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Back after this. TNF Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and wishes the area athletes good luck in the competition. Rick and his crew offers all grades of aggregate, including masonry, sand, gravel, rock, crushed concrete, fill material, white rock, boulders, flagstone, and stream rock. Get your rock on at TNF Sand and Gravel in Elm Creek or call Rick at 308-234-1285. TNF Sand and Gravel, the company that rocks. By the way, our PlatteRiverPreps.com student-athletes of the month are Morgan Wallace of Overton and Allie Bauer of Elm Creek. Morgan and Allie each receive a commemorative T-shirt from uh, PlatteRiverPreps.com and a frameable certificate. You can nominate your favorite prep athlete at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Pleasanton with the basketball. 40 seconds left. They'll get the ball right side for Pates. Pates then will throw it off here for Pierce. Back to Pates on that left side. Entry pass in for Morgan Fisher. She'll put up a tough two-pointer. That's no good. Offensive rebound. Finds its way back to Fisher. And Fisher 
will make the putback. So she'll get an offensive rebound and bucket. 22 seconds left on the run here is Tenley Hadwiger. She goes coast to coast after the inbounds, put up the shot, and it's going to be no good. And a foul on the rebound. Rebound was pulled down by Pierce, and she was uh, fouled by Taryn Miller. Came in just a little bit ago. Pass here right wing in the hands of Pates. Pates is able to throw it down low for Natalie Siegel. Her quick little runner is going to be no good. Rebound is tipped out, and a three-pointer. That one won't fall at the buzzer, and so that'll do it. Morgan Fisher, Megan Fisher, rather, with the uh, offensive rebound and the kick out, but the shot at the buzzer is no good. And so we head to quarter number four. At home, Pleasanton has the lead over Amherst, 43-17, to and we'll return for that fourth quarter right after this. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina Feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Pleasanton inbounding here as we're underway in the third quarter. And they'll try to get it across the lane, but Province is able to swat it away. Loose ball's picked up. That'll be another Pleasanton turnover. Province will bring it in the offensive end. They enter it in the lane here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger's going to be fouled. She went up strong with it, and Taryn Hadwiger picked up 30 fouls in the first half. Has done a pretty good job of drawing body contact. That'll be the third foul of the game here on Megan Fisher. And to the line is Hadwiger, who will have two free throws. And the first one is on the way, off the heel, and no good. Here, our thoughts are with uh, Emily Palmer with the uh, injured knee. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back to Game of Life, two locations in Kearney. Second free throw is also off the mark, so she missed both free throws, and the rebound is pulled down by uh, Pleasanton. It was pulled down by Izzy Pates, to be specific. They give it to Pierce. They'll kick it out here for Nichols. Nichols will fire a three. That's going to be off the mark and no good. And rebound by Hadwiger. So Taryn Hadwiger with the board. And they'll get the ball off on the right side. Back out for Province now. She's between the circles. And we'll give the ball here for Trampy. Trampy stops top of the circle. Throws the ball down low a little high. It's going to be tipped out for Martinson. Martinson dribbles into the corner. And we'll work back around the perimeter. Amherst in those red uniforms with the gray numbers will throw the ball to the inside here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger shot no good, but an offensive rebound and now a foul. Shockey putting up the shot. Now we'll go to the line and we'll have two free throws. As she was uh, hit on the elbow there by Pierce. That'll be the first foul on Pierce. And the free throw by Shockey's no good. She's 7 of 21 coming into the game, so... 
free throw. First one's no good. Second one is no good. And they're going to say it's a lane violation. Wouldn't have counted anyway had it gone. Well, that won't help her average none when teammates come across the line too early. So Pleasanton with the basketball. And it will go out here for Katie Nichols. Nichols gives right side for Pierce. Gives it on the baseline for Pates. Pates is going to dribble out near the top of the circle. Gives it to Nichols. And now a three-pointer on that left wing. Off the heel. Going to be no good on the shot. And rebound is pulled down by Bolt. Good job there by Bolt. Quick enough to snag the rebound. Gives it to Province. Province in the offensive end. And they get it in the lane here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger shot off glass. That's going to be no good. And a rebound is tipped out for Martinson. Martinson will shoot the two. That won't fall. And coming up with the rebound here is going to be Pierce. So Pierce in the offensive end. Throws left side. There's Nichols thinking about the three. They'll get it off on this left side. Quick little runner is going to be no good. And on the ground, they fighting for the rebound, and there's going to be a push from behind on number 20. That'll be Natalie Siegel, and that will be her third foul. Seven team fouls now. And so it will be a front end of a one-and-one here for Morgan Bolt. And Bolt, three out of five on the season. She hits the back of the iron here. It's no good. Offensive rebound by Hadwiger. Hadwiger's shot won't go, and the rebound is tipped out of bounds. 43-17, our score with a little less than six minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Pleasanton going to pick up win number 13 here tonight against Amherst, who came in at 5-7. Entry pass in the lane, going to be knocked away by Shockey. That'll be another Pleasanton turnover. And so coming up with it is Province. Province will give right side for Martinson. Martinson, nice entry pass inside, and it rattles around the rim, and Jaden Shockey will get the bucket. Nice entry pass in for Shockey. Went up strong with it, and she cuts the lead down to 24. With it is number 25, Pierce. will give it left side. They work around the perimeter for Natalie Siegel. Over there for Pates. Back out for Pierce. She'll stop at the elbow. Throw it over the Pates on that left side. She'll knife through the lane. Shot won't go. And the loose ball still being fought for, and Bolt comes up with it again. That'll be another rebound for her, as now on the offensive end is going to be Martinson. Martinson gives to Province. Province on that right sideline will get a screen here for Martinson. We'll throw it in the lane, back out to Province. Province gives left side for Bolt. They're looking inside here for Hadwiger. Bolt with the dribble gives right wing here for Abby Martinson. Martinson will drive. Runner in the lane, no good. And the loose ball Last touch by the Broncos. Four forty-one to go here in the basketball game. And again, unofficially shooting Amherst is uh, seven eight of forty-three. So a little spin in the lane here is Casey Pierce. Pierce will kick the ball back out here for Linder. Three pointer. Long three-pointer for Nichols is going to be no good. And rebounded by Shockey. Shockey pulls down the bird. They'll slow it down here just a little bit. And now they sneak in the back door. Long pass up here for Taryn Hadwiger. Hadwiger missed a bunny. It's rebounded by Pierce. Pierce will lead the break, and she'll take it all the way in. It rattles in and out no good. And rebounded by Province. Then it's going to be a hell ball after that. Possession arrow pointing to Amherst, so they'll keep possession of it here. Brought the ball down too low, and it got tied up. McKenna Siegel checking in. 
with 4.02 to go. Here in the fourth quarter, ball inbounded for Province. And Sydney will bring it across the timeline, working against the uh, pressure here of Pates. They get it inside. Backing in is Martinson, and Martinson will get the bucket. Nice job, Martinson. She was about three strides away from where she wanted to be and caught the ball and was able to back in those three strides immediately. And now Pleasanton calls the timeout. They lead it 43-21 with 3.44 to go in the fourth. And we're back right after this. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. This time out, as always, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 43-21, a 22-point lead right now for Pleasanton. They held Amherst only two points in that third quarter. And in the offensive end here is going to be McKenna Siegel. Siegel gives top of the circle for Natalie. Back to McKenna. McKenna gives it at the high post here for Katie Linder. And they'll get the ball back around. Drive, and here is going to be Natalie. Natalie Siegel will give the ball to McKenna. And now they get the ball left side for Casey Pierce. Good ball movement as they work it around the perimeter. McKenna has it on their right wing, dribbles out, and she'll give the ball to Pierce. Pierce with a little runner off glass. Good. Nice little step through there by Casey Pierce. I think she wanted a foul called, but she was able to get a bucket instead. That'll do. Morgan Bold in the offensive end will hand off here for Province at the center jump circle. Man-to-man right now is Pleasanton. Dribbling is going to be Tenley Hadwiger. Tenley gets it in the lane. Back it in here is Shockey. Shockey puts it on the rim and hangs there forever. Doesn't fall, and it's rebounded by Pierce. And Pierce has it essentially knocked out of her hands and then kicked out of bounds by Abby Martinson. They call the kick there. So Pleasanton has been in control. It was tight until about an 11-0 run in quarter number one. Made it a 13-point ball game and hasn't really been much closer than that since then. Pass around the perimeter. Siegel will throw the ball inside. And uh, Casey Pierce will give it off to Katie Linder. And Linder will get the bucket. Katie Linder with a tough shot in traffic there. Ball knocked loose. Going back down on it is Province. Province is able to roll it up ahead here for Tenley Hadwiger. Came to offer help. She gives it to Bolt. Bolt finds an open area on that right side. Eight-foot jumper is going to be no good. And rebounded by Pierce. Just a cold shooting for Amherst. Continues. On the run is going to be McKenna Siegel. Siegel gives it on the baseline for Nichols. Nichols' two-pointer going to be a little bit short. It's bouncing around and last touched by the Broncos. And we're going to have a, a whole line change here. For the Bulldogs, they're changing all five. So inbounding the basketball here is going to be Kylie Rasmussen, who checks it in. So does Emily Zimmer. Also in the game is Chelsea Fisher. And with it is Emily Zimmer here. And she'll get the ball left wing for Haley Mulring. Off the screen, they give it top of the circle here for Emily Zimmer. Bounce pass here right side for Rasmussen. Rasmussen kicks it out. Three-pointer for Emily Zimmer is going to be no good. And rebound is going to be taken out by uh, Taryn Miller, who checked into the ball game just moments ago. 
So we'll get the ball here left side for Kenley Hadwiger. She's going to shoot a three. That's going to be no good. And we're going to have a hold here after the rebound is pulled down by Pleasanton. And that foul will be on uh, Jaden Graham. That'll be her first. So Zimmer got the rebound, quick outlet pass, and basically on that outlet pass, that's where you had the uh, foul by Jaden Graham. So right wing with it here for Pleasanton is going to be Rasmussen. Rasmussen throws top of the circle for Mulring. And Haley will get the ball over here for Emily Zimmer. And they throw the ball down low here for Rasmussen. Her two-pointer is going to be no good. And rebounded by Miller. So Graham will throw the ball to the inside. It's brought back to her. And a skip pass that misses its target, but able to track it down is Amherst here. And they'll get it in the lane. Quick little runner here by Taryn Miller, and Miller will score. Taryn Miller gets the bucket, and that makes it now 47-23 as we've got 45 seconds to go in the basketball game. Right side, they get it to Rasmussen. Rasmussen gave it away, gets it back. She's looking to the inside. She tries to enter it in there to uh, Kinsey Linder, and that's going to end up being a turnover. Coming up with the loose ball and dribbling out with it is Taryn Miller. She stops at the free throw line, and uh, they'll get the ball here right wing for Olivia Frederick. Frederick turns around, and she has it tied up. So number 30 and number 30 share the basketball for a moment, and Haley Mulring will move the possession arrow by forcing the Amherst turnover. Possession arrow is pointing to Pleasanton. With 21.2 to go. And I think just about everybody in a basketball jersey has been in the ballgame at this point. Paige Wiesendorfer brings it up here for Pleasanton. Entry pass is going to be knocked around. Picking it up with it, as my apologies here, is Marina Zwiener. Zwiener has it, gets it back. She's open for a three for five seconds left, but she decides to throw it left side. That's going to be intercepted, and she'll come up with the loose ball at the buzzer. So we swap turnovers at the buzzer, and when that buzzer sounds, it means Pleasanton's picked up win number 13. They're now 13-1 and on the season with a 47-23 win here over Amherst. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have our postgame show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery. We're back right after this. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. 
Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. And welcome back. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's check the numbers. We'll begin first of all for Amherst, who is now 5-8 and eight on the season. They were led in scoring tonight by Abby Martinson. She finished with six points and three rebounds. Taryn Hadwiger had five points, six rebounds. Jaden Shockey had four points, three rebounds. Sydney Province had three points, four rebounds. Morgan Bold had a couple of points and three rebounds. Taryn Miller with two points and two rebounds. And Jaden Graham with one rebound, with one point rather. Brianna Trampy had one rebound. And Tenley Hadwiger had a couple of rebounds as well. Unofficially shooting 10 of 48 in the game. That is 20.8% in the game, 1 of 13 from three-point range. That is 7.7%, and 2 of 11 from the free-throw line. So not a good shooting night at all here for Amherst, who, as we mentioned now, is uh, 5-8 and eight on the year. And uh, coming up next for Amherst, they'll be traveling to uh, Shelton on the 15th, which I believe is Tuesday. That'll be their next action for the uh, Amherst Lady Broncos. Now, meanwhile, here for the uh, number two team in the state in uh, Class D2, as Pleasanton rolls comfortably here tonight. They uh, got points from a lot of different sources, but were led by uh, both Katie Nichols and Megan Fisher, both finished with nine points in the game. Nichols had three rebounds, and Megan Fisher just an eyelash away from the double-double. She finished with nine points and 11 rebounds. Casey Pierce with eight points and eight rebounds. Isabel Pates with seven points and four rebounds. Natalie Siegel with five points, three rebounds. Katie Linder had four points in the game. McKenna Siegel had three points and three rebounds. And Paige Wiesendorf for two points and a rebound as well. Unofficially, 20 of 54 shooting, shooting 37% in the game. They were 5 of 18 from three-point range, 27.8% there, and 2 of 5 from the free-throw line. They had 34 rebounds in the game, but they turned the ball over 19 times in the game. So again, 34-24, Pleasant had the rebounding edge. They shot the ball much better here in the ball game. 
than what Amherst did. And uh, both teams with 19 turnovers in the game. But again, the, the shooting for Pleasanton was uh, much better uh, in the contest as uh, they, uh, from the field, Amherst was 10 of 48, Pleasanton was 20 of 54. So almost, almost, not quite, almost twice as well shooting the basketball. Meanwhile, on our other network of stations, over on uh, Power 99, Loomis leading Wilcox Hilder 42 to 18 in the fourth quarter in girls basketball. And over on the Breeze 94-5, uh, Blue Hill is leading Red Cloud 24 to 11 at last check. Once again, our final here, it's Pleasanton 47-23 over Amherst. It's uh, parents' night, so a little bit longer uh, period between games, and so like, we haven't started the warm-up yet for the boys' game. So we're at least 20 minutes away from the tip and probably back with a pregame in about uh, 10, 12 minutes or so coming up next right here on KXPM, the ESPN Superstation, 1460 in Kearney, Amherst, and in Pleasanton. Once again, your final Pleasanton with the win over Amherst, 47-23. We'll be back with the boys' game in just a few minutes right here on ESPN Radio. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. 
The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.